Welcome to Red Rank Podcast, home of the smoothest voice on Twitch. I'm your host, The Crow Show. Just a friendly reminder, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, among others. And if you could do me a huge, huge favor, on Spotify, you can now leave a star rating. So please leave a five-star rating for this five-star podcast. And you can also rate me on Apple Podcasts as well. It helps out a lot. It's helped out the algorithm. I see y'all leaving star ratings, and I really, really appreciate it. I'm seeing a, a jump in listenership, and it's really helping a lot. So thank you. So this episode is going to be a little bit different. Each episode, I usually have two, three, four pages of notes. And I basically just read off of those notes. But this one, we're just going to go freestyle. Today, I want to talk about the reasons why I think people are leaving Dead by Daylight. I had a previous episode where I talked about how Dead by Daylight is dying, which is, which is of course, a bit of a clickbaity title, <laughs> clickbaity topic, but it is a fact. The This game is losing a significant amount of players. I think it started back in, uh, back around September after people got their Resident Evil chapter fix and uh, after MMR was put into this game, the, the amount of players playing, at least on Steam, has gone down quite significantly. I think what's happening is I've had con- conversations with other other DVD gamers, like Sergeant Fidget, for example, was, um, we've had a chat on his stream and my stream just kind of talking about kind of a vicious cycle we have going in, in Dead by Daylight right now. And the guilty culprit of the cycle that we're going through is behavior, but players get mad at each other. It's possible to have really powerful, game-changing perks on both sides. Most of the time, survivors will be using Circle of Circle of Healing, Boon Circle of Healing, as well as Boon Shadow Step. A single Circle of Healing and Shadow Step inside a map like uh, the game or RPD, it's it's game over for the killer. They they have no chance. They will never find a survivor under those circumstances. At the same time. Not every survivor or group uses Circle of Healing. I try to avoid it. But in order to have a chance these days, survivors need to prolong the game to help put it into their favor. And at the end of the day, isn't that what survivors are supposed to do? They're supposed to survive. They're supposed to increase their chances of escaping. Let's flip the tables for a second. Killers have very powerful perks that control the tempo of the game. Pain Resonance was introduced, I believe, with the artist chapter. That's where when you put somebody on a hook, the generator with the most progress loses 15% progress. And if somebody is on that generator fixing it at the time, they'll scream and alert the killer. Combo that with Dead Man's Switch, which will block the generator for 45 seconds and the survivors can't touch it survivors can quote unquote counter that by letting go of the generator um, when they notice somebody's getting put on a hook and then get back on but 15 percent progress is quite significant and what's usually going to happen is though the killer because they get the information that that generator has the most progress even if they don't hear a survivor scream They know damn well somebody's over there. So they're just going to go pressure that generator. And they're going to get really good value off that. And there are three other scourge hooks. um, And depending on where they down the next survivor, they can just keep cycling that. A lot of killers are also running Pop Goes the Weasel or Ruin with that. So it's just, they can completely slow down the game with a build of Pain Resonance, Dead Man Switch, 
barbecue and chili and ruin or tinkerer just there's so many different builds killers can use to completely slow down the game so killers and survivors are given these incredibly powerful perks why would they ever run anything else that's the question i i meme a lot <laughs> if you've been on my twitch stream or if you've seen me on tiktok i meme a lot one of my current favorite builds right now is just to run like bite the bullet with self-care and body knowledge and something else it's the kind of build where i'm kind of just trying to waste the killer's time trying to confuse the killer so i'll get injured and i'll be making grunts of pain you know be making those noises survivors make when they're injured i'll run around a corner oh and i, I usually use self-aware with that because self-aware is uh, the old it used to be known as fixated i believe you walk 20 percent faster so when you walk you don't leave scratch marks so if i round a corner and then walk to a place out of the killer's line of sight and start self-caring with bite the bullet i'm not making any sound at all they don't hear me healing and they don't hear me making any sound a lot of people are like oh just use iron will just use iron will but <laughs> that's boring to me like uh i just i'd rather try different things but when you try different things in dead by daylight the other side, about 95% of the time, does not recognize that, or they do, and they don't respect it anyway. I've been trying to avoid gen slowdown builds because they're super boring. I'll be playing Billy with Shadowborn, Mindbreaker, Barbecue and Chili, and Enduring. Not a single gen slowdown perk on a killer who can pressure so much of the map. Even the big maps, Billy can pressure people off gens. And just be completely oppressive. And, you know, if Billy snowballs with slow with slowdown perks, he can kill an entire squad before they even get a single generator fixed. But I don't want to play like that. But I'll run into teams who are all running, you know, dead hard, adrenaline, borrowed time, prove thyself, iron will, sprint burst, you know, uh, a combination, a circle of healing, of course, at least two people's circle of healing and at least two people's borrowed time. So they kind of have these really good, really, really good, strong builds. And they can play like that all they want. You know, there's no rules for the perks you can bring in. But it's all about how you play them and, like, how you react to the killers you go up against. When I run into those really strong teams with those really strong builds, and I'm running no gen slowdown perks, I've almost completely lost before the game even started because a half-competent team can just slam gens. I uh, just I get in one, maybe two bad chases. That's all they need. They'll four out, no problem, every time. So it can be super, super discouraging to play killer right now. It's discouraging to play survivor right now because of these really strong perks that behaviors put out, which I still think Circle of Healing was a mistake. I still think Undying was a mistake. Both perks extend games beyond what they should be. Killers like, uh, who's good with hit and run? Wraith is good with hit and run. The new killer, Sadako, should be good with hit and run. But because survivors have circle of healing, like a single circle of healing hard counters those killers. Uh, what I say when I say hit and run, it's exactly what it sounds like. You know, the killer will go and land a hit on a on a survivor working on a generator. Maybe maybe it's they've got a wall so they don't have full line of sight of the whole map. Maybe it's an indoor map. So what those killers do, Wraith and Sadako. 
they'll sneak up on people and then get a hit and then move on to the next person until they have two, three, four people injured and then they can uh, try to snowball. But because survivors have these really strong healing builds, um, it's not a viable strategy anymore. It really sucks. I I try to avoid using Circle of Healing myself. I just can't. Like, you kind of have to these days. I played a, a few games on stream a couple nights ago when I just ran into the most incredible builds. <laughs> the first killer was a Pyramid Head. He had um, Pain Resonance, Ruin, I think Corrupt Intervention, and I think he had one more slowdown perk. It might have been Undying. But anyway, he had a really powerful build. It was next to impossible to get generators fixed. I was in solo queue, so I couldn't really communicate with my teammates at all. I was looking for the uh, the ruin, which I don't think we found it the entire game. And my teammates were trying to fix gens. They were trying to work through ruin and pain resonance. And what was happening is Pyramid Head was downing people quick enough that he was able to get to all of his scourge pain resonance generators. So he's able to regress the, the generator that had the most progress by 15%. Then he'd run to that generator, push them off, and it would start regressing because of ruin. It wasn't until like two people were dead that we finally cleansed ruin. And at that point, it's it's game over. I think we got one gen fixed. And the really annoying part of that is the pyramid head was so good that I don't think that person needed all of those generator slowdown perks. But at the same time, you flip the coin, maybe that person's been running into really good squads, running Prove Thyself in the Circle of Healing. Dead hard, you know? Decisive Strike, all the uh, meta survivor perks. It just so happened that the team that I was playing with, there, there is solo queue, so I didn't, didn't know all three of them. Um, we, we didn't have the strongest build. We didn't have the strongest players. We couldn't counter his build at all and we got absolutely rolled like it was it was not even close and the next game after that i ran into a blight who was running ruin undying tinkerer and i think barbecue and chili it's it's the base kit blight build and what made me really sad is the blight wasn't even good like uh he caught some people like uh, we were in one of the auto haven wreckers well let's face it auto haven wreckers generally speaking has about as much coverage as a soccer field. They'll have like one quarter of the map is a dead zone, but there will be two generators there. So you kind of have to go into these dangerous areas where it's just free hits, free downs for Blight. And this Blight got hard carried by Ruin and Undying. Um, we cleansed one of one of the... T oh, what, what had happened is at the very start of the round, I spawned right next to a Dull Totem. And because Undying shows the survivor's auras when they're within a certain range of a Dull Totem, he got free information to start out. So... As soon as the round started, I had a Blight rushing at me with his lethal rush. And guess what? I was in a dead zone, so there was nothing I could do. So instantly, he had a free hit, which, you know, he downed me 5, 10, 15 seconds later. So right away, we have me on a hook and one person trying to get the unhook. And that leaves two people left to try to find Ruin and undying but we had two people who really wanted to get gens done so <laughs> they didn't go look for it at first and it was just it was just game over as soon as that round started and the blight wasn't even that good 
Like he missed a lot of shots. Um, I was able to run him pretty well, and I, I usually don't run against run very well against good blights. So it was just completely disheartening. And then the round after that, I ran into a basement trapper who had uh, iron grasp and agitation, and was just setting up traps around the killer shack. And rather than just fix gens and leave, uh, my teammates really wanted to save that one person in the basement. So he just completely snowballed, and we died with only two gens fixed. And I think three people died in the basement. And it's just not fun, man. That's that's what I'm getting at. This game is not fun right now. I was in Umbra's stream tonight, and Umbra was talking about how it has never been this stressful as Killer. Like, the game is getting so, so stressful for Killers to play. And I, I agree 100%. Survivors, generally speaking, are getting a lot better at this game. They know how to run against every Killer. Um, dead hard when it's performing at its best there's zero counter for it even blight and nurse and spirit who are the fastest killers in the game it's re it's even difficult for them to wait out dead heart for nurse you have to blink right next to that survivor and bait out their dead hard and you have to have the patience to guess which direction they're going to dead hard and then you have to try blink again to where they dead hearted to get distance and they become invulnerable and if you miss that you get fatigued you have to wait until your blinks uh recharge and meanwhile that survivor is just holding W, just getting distance. <laughs> Same goes for Blight. Blight has to basically lethal rush past a survivor and hit, hope that there's a wall nearby, an item that they can actually bounce off of and not slide off of to bait out the dead heart. Now, some of you are probably listening and going, I, I don't use dead heart. Well, a lot of people do. And why wouldn't they? It's a it's an incredible perk, probably the best survivor perk there is. Um, just pound for pound, it's pretty much always useful. Um, but yeah, it, it's really discouraging to play as killer right now. I had a round where I was trying out the new killer, Sadako, and uh, I seriously got I got pallet stunned about eight times, and that's not an exaggeration. Um, Sadako doesn't have good chase mechanics. Once you get into a chase, um, she's about as about as useless as pig or ghost face um there's just nothing you can do when survivors are running from pallet to pallet to pallet to windows um you cannot close down those chases sadako probably functions well using a hit and run technique i, I mentioned that earlier but you can't really do that anymore because of circle of healing because there's like incredible healing perks out there um so yeah the game is is losing players because we all have these very strong perks that are very hard to play against. And not every game you you play against these strong perks. But when you do, it, it hurts, man. When somebody's running Ruin Undying, about, I'd say about 80% of the time, you lose at least one person before you cleanse Ruin and Undying. And sometimes you don't even get the Ruin and Undying. And I'm talking about, like, I play solo queue every, every game. Sometimes my friend Des is playing with me, but that's just two of us. We're at the mercy of the teammates we get, and some people are not very good at finding those uh, those hex totems. How do you all feel about it? How do you feel about the state of the game? Is it fun for you? Is it still fun for you? How do you keep having fun playing Dead by Daylight? That's uh, a question I'd, I'd like to know. Because I've been trying to, like, I, I mix up my builds. I try different things. Um, I just, I get so bored that I, quote unquote, have to run Circle of Healing, Shadow Step, Sprint Burst, and 
self-aware in order to have maybe a chance at escaping, maybe a chance at fixing all the gens and getting out. It's become super, super tough to uh, keep smiling while playing Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight. It's become even more difficult to put out podcasts because it's like, I don't know. And, and the other thing is, there's a lot of other games out there right now. Elden Ring has taken the world by storm. It's apparently the, the greatest game ever made. A lot of the player base are switching to games like Elden Ring, Destiny 2, the new Destiny 2 DLC. There's so many different choices out there. Um, and it's looking like this this Ring chapter, I don't think it's the, the answer to saving Dead by Daylight. We continue to lose players month after month. And uh, I don't really see behavior doing anything to, to change that. And they're probably more aware of it than us. How can they fix it? Get rid of MMR. Let, let's get rid of the stupid matchmaking. I don't see that changing. Like, I don't see them. It, I think MMR is their baby. And I think they're really proud of the MMR system. But it's no coincidence that people have been quitting, getting more frustrated once MMR was put into place. I won't pretend to have the answers, but I'll definitely be a guy who is here to kind of just raise these questions and have these conversations. And I have a feeling some of you, maybe even most of you, will feel the same way as me. But if you if you don't feel the same way, please let me know. I think we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, so I just wanted to remind you, I am streaming on Twitch every Tuesday and Wednesday night. Lately, I've been streaming on the weekends when I can. I've been playing through Skyrim and having a blast with that. It's actually my first time playing Skyrim. Of course, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm looking to put more content on YouTube as well. Uh, so I'll leave links in the show notes. Really appreciate if you drop me a follow. And once again, I just wanted to thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you in the fog.